1: How can the Wizards get back in this series? Will the Warriors lose at all during these playoffs? Is Isaiah Thomas the most fun player in the NBA to watch? The only question left is, say it with me, you win. Hey sports fans, Coach Nick here, and welcome to the B-Ball Breakdown Podcast. We are doing a Wednesday episode, and I'm joined, as always, by Coach Dave, Dave Dufour. And we had a couple of really exciting games uh, tonight, I would say, or at least one exciting game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that Wizards-Celtics game was... it was something. Um, you know, it was exciting, but, but the second half was kind of exciting for all the wrong reasons. Uh, oh, yeah. It wasn't exactly great basketball, but mm-hmm. um, Isaiah Thomas was just amazing. Good grief, he was, he was incredible.
1: I'm gonna throw this out there because it just since you bring him up right now, uh, I tweeted this out and I got like a kind of a tepid reaction. But I gotta tell you, I'm more impressed with Isaiah Thomas's scoring than I ever was with Allen Iverson. Really? Yeah, I really am. I mean, now you know people are like, "Well, recency bias." I'm like, that's that's so not it because I never really enjoyed Iverson when he was playing. Um, I thought, you know, he was way too low with an efficiency. I thought he took a lot of just terrible shots uh, to the point where it felt like a lot of guys could score that many points if they took as many shots as he did. Um, And so uh, it was always frustrating that way. And, you know, listen, it it is impressive what he could do at his size. But, you know, compound that by another, like, what, three less inches maybe that that Isaiah Thomas has less? That's, like, I don't know. It's more impressive to me. Yeah, you know –
0: It sounds like something you may have to do a breakdown on after the success of the Chris Paul, uh, John Stockton breakdown. I think I need an Isaiah Thomas, Alan Iverson. Who's the best small man scorer?
1: Wow. Or small, Um, or we'll figure it out. Well, you know, let's just mention that briefly because it really is a good video and I know we talked about it before, but it really is good. Everyone should watch it, which is the, um, John Stockton, yes, versus, um, uh, CP3. Go check it out on YouTube because it's really good and you get a chance to it's the love letters to John Stockton, by the way. And I want people to, to, to love it. As well as go and watch, we did a really cool breakdown today of the uh, of the Houston Rockets threes. I don't know if you had a chance to see that. Did you see it?
0: I haven't had a chance to watch it, but I watched the game and um, that was all the breakdown I
1: needed. Uh, yeah, I mean, the 22 out of 50. Now, that's the thing. It's fifty threes, And it's interesting because we talked about this before. If you had an offense that could get... To generate like you know, good, sh- good threes. Take 50, take 60, right? If they're all good in rhythm and they're open and they're off of drives, whatever it is. Well, um, that's what was going on, right? I mean, they, they they were all like in rhythm. Some of them were tough, but a lot of them were just like in the flow, quick, get up the floor, drive and kick, and boom, they were wide open. They're open,
0: yeah. And you know, it helps that they 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 like to set up above the break, you know, about five feet back from the line. And you have to guard him out there, especially Ryan Anderson. I and mean, Ryan Anderson, when he's open, he, he's hitting those. So, oh, yeah. uh, I mean, mm-hmm. he, had, he had a couple last night that were just from, you know, the bench, basically.
1: Well, what I did, by the way, which is kind of neat, was I looked at all the makes. And I realized that LaMarcus Aldridge was in for 13 of their makes. He's on the floor. And six of them were off of one play that he was involved in that he gave up. So, like more than half of the threes that were made while he was playing defense on the team were a b- result of his poor de- defense and all like on a, almost the same action and uh it was fascinating to watch how and a lot of it was yeah, it was the screen by Anderson the ball and then flair he could not keep up um on on that and it was uh it was it, they're going to pick on him all series long and the problem then you have is is that um you have Aldridge is not doing so well defensively against his team. Well, what happens when you have like Powell in there or David Lee in there in that same role? I mean that's it's, it's not just as to matter. Yeah.
0: But but you know, Pop just refuses to play Deadman. And I just I can't I cannot wrap my head around it. There's there's something there. I don't know what it is. Um and Deadman, I think part of his, the the issues he was having last night when he did get on the court, I think it was He's frustrated. You know, he's got to be frustrated by not playing. Especially, he has to know that he's better uh, than than Powell and David Lee. You know, like I just, I don't know. Anyway, oh, it's it's
1: no that that would you took the words out of my mouth. That was my point. Was clearly he was surly. And angry from the outset, and I, you know, I, I think we all kind of know if we've ever played before that feeling of like, you, you, for whatever reason, the coach. By the way, it might not be a very clear reason to him. I don't know if Popovich has gone to him and explained to him whatever the reason would be. And so he's sitting there stewing, you know, they're getting hammered. He gets, so then he gets like the ultimate insult, right? They don't, he only gets time when they're down by 25 or whatever it is. Yeah. He's out
0: there playing garbage time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, and he got thrown out. It was weird. That was a weird ejection too, because uh, Beverly was like calling him out or pointing him out for something at the free throw line. It was very, uh, you, and you thought Beverly was the one who got the tee because he was doing something weird. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it was on Deadman, and he was gone. I, I, I couldn't quite figure that out.
0: Well, yeah, and the ref looked right at him.
1: Yeah, at Beverly, yeah. right? At
0: Beverly, yeah. yeah. It, it was, it was weird. Anyway, it was just a weird, it's a weird game. Um, but the Rockets really look like they can win this series. I mean, it, it's going to be. I think the Spurs are going to have a hard time defending if Pop's not going to play as guys that actually are athletic.
1: Yeah, and and they were good all year defending the three point shot. So I thought, okay, and then look how bad they did, uh, how bad the Rockets did in the first round. It felt like, okay, this is not a a series where they're going to get off too much. And by the way, they might not ever. I mean, I I now owe everybody a topless breakdown because they continue to shoot forty two percent from the field, uh, from three. But uh, and I will. I didn't say when I'm going to do it. So I'm going to. I'll do it. I'll do it. Something. You know. But. But uh, you know that they could, yeah, they could very well not shoot that way uh, the rest of the series. And you know, it's and true. Some games,
0: yeah, they might uh, they might get cold. But you know, even if they don't, they're going to get. You know, they took like what three or four mid range shots. Everything else was a layup, a three, or a free throw. And if the threes aren't falling, there was nothing stopping them from getting to the basket. I mean, you know, Clint Capella had a really nice game, and you know, Harden barely even did it. I mean. Barely did anything. He had 14 assists. But, like, he didn't score a ton. He only put up, like, 20 points. So, um, yeah, it
1: looks bad for
0: the Spurs. It really does. It it does. It
1: does. I mean, there's no evidence. I couldn't even suss out even, like, a couple minutes out of that game where I'm like, oh, okay, there is something they could take from. Uh, And, by the way, like, let's just compare, you know, Harden to Russ. Um, When you watch Harden play, and and it's not just, like, this series or game one. He does it all the time. The way he scans the floor while he's playing, he, he actively looks to make a pass and set up a teammate for a, a pass, or it doesn't have to be a scoring uh, pass. It's to get, to get the ball moving. And it becomes so difficult to guard him that way, right? Because now, you know, crap, he's passing, he's passing, and then all of a sudden, oh, crap, now he's aggressive, he's, he's scoring, he's scoring. I don't know how to guard him, whereas at least with Russ, there is not that subtlety, uh, it, it feels like. It's a different kind of attack.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. It's sort of like we talk about LeBron creating creating space, space with his passing. And James Harden does the same thing. The difference is James Harden is – I think James Harden might be a better passer out of the pick and roll. All right? It mean, is a very specific scenario. Only because his ball handling is so great. Um, and when you try to trap him, he, he's fantastic at splitting the trap. He can go high or low. He might be the best – at going low I've ever seen. And this is where he draws a ton of fouls also. And so like in the pick and roll, just because you also, you got to honor the three because he's a high volume three point shooter. Even though he had a little bit of a down year this year. Um, I think he might be a little bit more dangerous than LeBron, at least at this point. But I mean, LeBron is still, I think the best passer we've ever seen. I think he's better than magic. And I know that's sacrilegious for a lot of people, but LeBron can throw every single pass that is physically able to be thrown on a basketball court. And, and I don't know that Magic could do it. Um, and th- that might be recency bias because I haven't seen Magic Johnson play since what, 1996 when he was fat Magic. Um, so, but anyway, uh, yeah, the, the Rockets look um, legit. The the Cavs, obviously, uh, look legit. Toronto does not. I don't even think we really need to say much about that series or that game. Uh, Toronto just can't hang with the Cavs. Right. Um, they looked
1: like they, they did last year. And when they were on their way to a sweep. And then, you know, they came in there and they found a little something and got a couple games. But... uh Yeah. Again, there's no evidence. Like people might want to stick with their the Raptors and say, hey, whatever. But there's just no evidence uh, that that, that's going to happen. And maybe it can't again, it could change. But like right now, yeah, I don't see it. And, uh, you know, it's too bad because Ibaka and Tucker were supposed to be key pieces um, toward that end. Uh, But, you know, I don't know I think you probably end up needing You would need them for a full year And and change to like get really get acclimated And really become a a tight-knit unit You can't just throw them out there And then, you know, hope it works
0: Well, you know what? I'd say that those two guys Were responsible uh, You know, Abaka especially For them even getting out of the first round So, you know, if that's a a successful season Which I don't think it is After you go to the Eastern Conference Finals You know, um, I think that them them losing to the Cavs again is, is gotta be a bummer. And, and you know, they're gonna they're gonna have some decisions to make. You know, Baca's a free agent, Lowry's a free agent, and and they basically have a you know not really a good path to a rebuild, but do you want to keep doubling down on this roster that just can't beat LeBron? I don't know. No. Um but but so back to Wizards Celtics, which was just a really amazing game. Um, wait, this the, is
1: a kind of a, wait, We just did a, a wild ten-minute ride, by the way, across like a lot of different <laughs> things and insulted a lot of different teams and players. <laughs> like, yeah, that's we're like gonna catch so it. much hate. Well, the Canadians <laughs> already get
0: mad at us. You know, they, yeah. they say we hate the Raptors. When you yeah. and I, we were so excited for them to get PJ Tucker and Serge Ibaka that we said, "Wow, I think this makes them the second. They may have leapfrogged the Wizards as the second best team in the East." But yet they ignore that because I said that the Bucks look like a better team.
1: Right. No. They listen. The, we, they wear their heart in their sleeve, and everybody's an enemy of the of the Raptors. It's crazy. Um, and and you know and, and you're right. So he, and we're right back full circle with yeah. um, You know with, with with the Celtics though, but um, the Celtics by the way now look like the best team in the East. I mean, maybe behind the Cavs. Uh, yeah, behind the catch. Oh, and right. by the way, and the other thing about what you said about magic is still wrong. Magic is the better passer. That's th- you.
0: I think that's. I think that's. You might. You might be. I, if I have recency bias, you may have past bias. Although yeah. I guess your video with CP3 and Stockton may disprove that. I no, don't know. No, so so, listeners will have to watch the video and yeah, see. Yeah,
1: but I, but I did do a video comparing LeBron and Bird, and oh, I I actually true. said that Bird was a better passer than LeBron. And so, in in an in interesting way, where I don't know, I don't know if you remember, but basically it was LeBron makes the awesome pass like right on time, Bird yeah. through the pass ahead of time,
0: so the man, guy could meet the ball.
1: Yeah, and then Magic was you know uh, better than Bird, so whatever. Anyway, uh, it's it's yeah. it, 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 this is for Twitter. This is not for our podcast. Um, now, so Celtics, uh, you know this was the Washington Wizards. Is this was that their last gasp? Was that their last chance getting in the series? The Wizards. Yeah.
0: You know, uh, it it may it, it's possible. Um, the Celtics are supposed to win these two games, right? Like they're they're home, right? So they're supposed to win, and they were both pretty close. And the Wizards blew big leads in both games. And I mean, this game went to overtime. It took Isaiah Thomas scored fifty three points. Now, how are they going to do on the road? I mean, it, I think that in a close game, you know, the home teams probably have a little bit of an advantage. I don't, I don't know. I, I just think that the Celtics, when they're clicking, they look so good, it's hard to count them out. But the Wizards do too. The problem is that the Wizards have to keep their starters in. I mean, they really need to play those five guys 48 minutes, you know, to, to keep a lead. Anytime they bring the bench in. You know, you remember the, the, the video of Russ uh, at the end of the last series in the third quarter where they had the big lead and he sat – he was sitting – and they had to call a timeout because the 12-point lead had gone to six, and he yeah. was pissed, and he's like, I'm going back in. Yeah. I swear, they need to just – if Scotty Brooks won't just leave those guys in, they need to mutiny and just not come out of the game. Because, well, wait,
1: but he did. I mean, look at Wall and Beal both played over 47 minutes in this game, and then Gortat played 42. Uh, so, I mean, you know, he is. I mean, P- Porter got 38, and he was decent uh, in that game, made some interesting plays. So, you know, he's kind of following your, what you're saying. He's not playing too many other guys. I think Jennings uh, hurt them. Uh, he his did. there.
0: Well, part of it is how they're using him. You know, they're, they're kind of having him spot up. Like when he's out there with John Wall, they're having him spot up. And I just don't think that's his game. I don't think he can catch his rhythm that way. Right. I think he kind of needs to have the ball in his hands. He's, a, he's actually not a bad distributor. Um, so I, I think that that's, that's part of it. But, but really, like, their bench just
1: stinks. Right, I mean, and Jennings came out. You can watch it. He was like almost manic. He was too intense, trying to like you know press and then trying to like do everything, and it was just not working. You could tell he was just. Everything was just going too fast for him. I don't know what the deal was. Like, maybe this is as far as he's ever been in the playoffs before, maybe. And he's like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really get into this. But, um, you know, it was, it was a little bit of a meltdown down the stretch. I mean, certainly the Celtics, like, took control of the game, you know, late and then in, in overtime. So, uh, I, I mean, but there are positives. Uh, Morris playing and playing pretty well uh, on what was supposed to be a balky ankle, uh, was a, I, I was surprised. Well, you know. I know how much
0: you love conspiracy theories. Yeah. Are we sure it's Markeith?
1: Oh, you know, I saw that. I, you know what I thought the conspiracy was? Was that like he kind of like was faking the ankle or something just so he could. Oh, no. You know, There's no way. Sports. I mean, I saw the video,
0: right? Like he, he definitely, Markeith Morris definitely like has a high ankle sprain. I mean, it looks bad. The video does. Yeah, right. And and, and according to John Wall, it's purple,
1: right? But. What's purple? Markeith,
0: yeah, but the Morris that was in that game looked pretty good.
1: Yeah, but there's a, I mean, they both they play a little differently. Like they do. Is, well, Marquis, well, you know, he did
0: block a shot. So and so Marcus Morris has never been known to do that. But he also knocked down a few threes. He he was playing really well for a guy with a screwed up ankle. You know that, that he screwed up two days ago. Yeah, uh, that's pretty impressive. Although I will give I'll, I'll give the NBA credit. I mean, they are the best when it comes to sports medicine. It's the best. It's the best league in professional sports when it comes to sports medicine. Okay, uh, right, except well, for soccer because they have the the can of cold stuff that they spray on the guys when they when they fake an injury, and and somehow it, it miraculously heals them as the stretcher's coming out. Those uh, guys are pretty good too.
1: Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, whatever it takes, whatever works. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, listen, that's as good of a conspiracy theory as whether we would land on the moon, um, and so we'll have to we'll have to investigate. They should have just had. Uh, uh Mark, Marcus like in the stands or something that way we could have seen it but they did actually well, not in, happen.
0: He was in the stands for game 1 and that was the really interesting thing is that he wasn't for game 2 and so a lot, I mean they've got matching tattoos. Yeah. You know like completely so it's interesting. I think we should do this summer will what we'll to do an NBA conspiracy podcast. We can discuss the flu game. quote unquote.
1: What? What do you mean the Michael Jordan flu game like he didn't have the flu? He didn't have the flu. No. He was in Vegas the night before. He he flew from Salt Lake City to Vegas. We'll we'll talk about. No, that, that he oh. they had to like help him off the floor from that that, that wasn't like because he was well, he tired. Was de- like he was, he was definitely dehydrated.
0: He was definitely dehydrated. He had he had a man flu. He didn't have the flu.
1: Oh, I, yeah, I mean I think he was I don't know cuz he looked like that way in the beginning of the game too and like he would have been, yeah. you know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not man, buying that. Eyes one. bloodshot. We we will do. We should do an NBA conspiracy podcast. Well, he didn't we can sleep talk about... that night because he was sick. I mean, listen. I, I like. I, how about? I mean, we want. We should talk about Kobe moving boxes in his garage and cutting his hand. Now that one's a good one. Hey, or, how about
0: frozen envelopes and uh, and you know uh, gambling suspensions disguised as baseball uh, excursions oh, okay
1: and, uh, you're gonna see yeah. again, Michael. i mean listen i got more i got uh kevin love doing knuckle push-ups mm. and yeah, we got ron Artest go. also like fell down the stairs in the middle of the night like you know yeah there's a lot of those and I'm yeah sure so we gotta another. do a whole podcast on it yeah i think Boo- it'd be good boozer too right boozer with a bag broke his hand well or
0: something. boozer with the hair how about that? Oh, <laughs> there, there, yeah, painting a, on his hair yeah lots of stuff there. to do
1: but all right let's get back on task all right um, you can tell we're a little bit punchy. It's been a long, it's been a long week, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So all right, well let's we uh, so we, we kind of talked a little bit about the Wizards. I mean, the Wizards and the Celtics and what's going to happen there. But you actually, you know, you talked me into it. I could see uh, like a a great um motivational to like listen. We were right there on the road. Both games had it. Right? And they like stole it almost. They stole it on the home, which doesn't, it shouldn't happen that way. So I could see them, yeah, coming out and just overwhelming them, at least in game three and getting kind of back in the series. Uh, But this is going, this is going seven, isn't it? Nah, I I think it, I think it's six.
0: I mean, I think one of these two teams will win in six. Um, Coming in, I said it was going to be the Wizards, but I just don't know. Isaiah Thomas is on a mission. And I mean, the guy, I mean, to put up 53 points in the way he did. I mean, he had 27 in the fourth quarter in overtime. It's just yeah. insane. Insane. And I have doubted him all year because, you know, his defense is suspect. But um, I have to I have to say he's won me over. Like, I, I'm always nervous about small guards, especially in the playoffs. I just think that they, they're too hard you know, or too easy to stop. The buckets are too hard. But, I mean, he's out
1: there making it look easy. He's just, he's too good. It's, yeah. it's not fair. Yeah, I mean, it was funny because he had, uh, I mean, yeah, he was scoring in all manner. And they, the other guys, the Wizards were trying to, like, get in fights with him. And then, I mean, he had a beautiful double crossover pull up on Morris. And Morris, like, he's, like, just staring at him the whole way down the floor. It was such a great moment. Like, that's one of those underdog, yes, it was, and it was earnest. And he, he wasn't talking anything. And he wasn't, like, swearing or whatever. He was just sort of staring at him. And it was, it was, it was enough. And, 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 he, and uh, Morris, whichever Morris it was, wasn't looking at him. Um, you know, he wouldn't look at him. You know, look at the dogs. They don't look at each other. Uh, plus, you know, he took 33 shots and he made 18. That's how you're supposed to do it. You take 33 shots, you better make 18 of them. That, that Otherwise, you shouldn't be shooting that many. And, yeah. Um, just a, a, really an amazing performance uh, all around, including everything. You know, he only carried a few times. <laughs> And
0: um, (laughs) that's a great callback. If you guys haven't watched the video, um, Coach Nick did a fantastic video on (laughs) on Isaiah Thomas carrying the basketball. I I highly recommend it.
1: And everyone knows me; knows I have a love affair with Isaiah Thomas. I mean, ground zero for B ball breakdown is Isaiah Thomas versus Kyrie Irving video I did when they were rookies. And uh, and I know Isaiah; I got to meet him off of that and kind of you know connect with him. So I I listen; I love Isaiah, and you know uh, he just carries a little bit and they, they let him get away with it but so does everyone so hey uh, yeah, no harm no foul
0: it's hard not to root for the guy especially you know with what he's dealing with like losing his sister who to, today would have been a birthday oh uh, really uh, yeah, yeah like understand. lost a tooth and then in, in this game fell and hit, hit his mouth on the floor i mean you know i he's he is tough as nails man like to be able to do what he's doing especially with that sort of pain i mean pain in your mouth is terrible
1: yeah
0: uh, and so, you know, not just that, but also the the emotional stuff and the mental part. I mean, I am color me impressed. I'm gonna get fine an Isaiah Thomas t-shirt. Like, he he really has won me over. I, I'm I'm now an Isaiah Thomas guy.
1: All right. Well, that sounds. Uh, I'll have to make a t-shirt to sell you then. Um, there, there you go. Well, let's uh, let's move on to the Warriors. You know, I feel like we haven't even talked about them in a while. And because there's the nothing video... to talk about. I did a video, well, you know, comparing LeBron and, uh, and Steph Curry's first rounds, just to kind of hype everybody up for the the finals, which you should also watch. It's a good one uh, that came out recently. But um, and I wasn't even kind of comparing them. I just was sort of, you know, checking in. How did he do in the first round? How did he do in the second round? And or in the first round, and look, they're going to meet eventually. I hope. Now, uh, but tonight, the Jazz. They come in. They had high hopes. They were they're building towards something with this young team with a mixture of the veterans, um, and the wheels kind of didn't stay on the cart. No, Um,
0: the the final score wound up being 106 to 94, but really it was like a 20 point win for the Warriors. Um, It it never felt close at all. No, it was 11 points. It was 11 point game going into the fourth quarter, and then two and a half minutes in, it was 20 or 19. Yeah. So this game, I mean, the Warriors they they led from the start to the finish. It was never even close. They came out running a little bit. Then they looked sluggish. And the, the Jazz actually looked really good when they were pushing the pace. But, I mean, I, I like I don't know what to say, what more I can say about Draymond Green, how good he is on defense. He had a great game tonight overall. Uh, five attempts in the field, two of four from three, five of seven from the line, 17, eight rebounds, six assists, two steals, two blocks, only two fouls, and he was plus 19 on the game. I mean – He was just – he was Draymond tonight. And and playoff Draymond might be – he might be the best player in the playoffs right now as far as like playing to his peak. He might be the closest to his peak uh, of anybody in the playoffs right now. It's like him and John Wall and Isaiah Thomas, I guess.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, because in, in, and in, because a lot of his stuff is is on the defensive end. That we, there is no box score measure for what he's doing. Yep. Um. It's it's unfair. Someone actually was just saying it's you know what their bench is unfair. They got West and Iguodala and Livingston and uh, and I I quoted that tweet saying like as if as if the starters are fair. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> That's not yeah. fair. Well, you know, the whole you, team is not fair. You know, What's Ian that? Clark is a really good player for them. Yeah. And, they, they, and you know you you have what? Have, yeah
0: they did a great job putting this bench together. And, and I know it's been crapped on all year because of the center situation, but you know, David West has been great. I don't know how he's doing. I mean, he had seven assists tonight. They were all one handed baseball passes. It was, it was really impressive. Yeah. Um, but back to Draymond real quick. Cause I wanted to point this out and, and I need to grab video of this tomorrow and, and put it on Twitter. But, um, Draymond stopped a two on one on, on a dumb Steph Curry turnover. And he is the best in a two on one situation because he's, he does such a great job of taking that stunt toward the ball handler and, and being able to recover two steps back to intercept, either intercept the pass or to be there to block the shot once the, the primary ball handler makes the, the dump-off pass. And he does this every single game. I mean, this is, this is just – he is the best I've ever seen at that ever. Yeah, I've never seen someone who's able to do that that way. And I don't know if it's just that he's just skilled and deceptive or if his arms are so long that he's able to just do it a little better. It, but there's a combination. I mean I, I could probably do a breakdown just on how he does that. Like he is – that is elite. I've never seen right. anyone even close to him uh, –
1: in that yeah. scenario, and it's almost like a football player kind of a play, right? Where you've got to be a defensive back, but I, there's no question in my mind it's the arm length. I mean that that he can cover the entire key practically, right? <laughs> I mean, what's his arm? His wingspan is what seven something, seven. It's
0: like seven two or something.
1: Seven two. I mean, you know, I mean, listen, the key is, is how wide yeah, is twelve feet wide or something crazy something like that. But like But you know, so that's a step and a half, and he's a, he's covering the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, it really is impressive, and like you know, it's the heart and soul of the team. And he drives him, and a lot of times it gets him a little bit too close to the edge. But um, you know, so far, you're right. Like you had said that it might be you know faux faux faux. Yeah. And it, it very well could be. You're right. I, I just I mean the way I'm looking at this now, the Spurs if they make it out, I don't I don't see them beating the Warriors, and I don't know how many games they win. Now the Rockets are the one wild card because it, it'll it'll be a shootout, and I know that the Warriors are not going to be that excited. They have to guard uh, Harden. Um, yeah. And and, yeah.
0: and the rockets the rockets could score one forty, right? Which the jazz cannot, the spurs can't. Right. You know, I, I just the the math doesn't work for those right. two teams. And and with the warriors, they, they could.
1: could do it. Now the thing the thing with the jazz the, the, the pace is just too fast for them. And so I would say like you know they want to try and run whatever, and that's, it's just not going to work. They can't play that speed, um, even if they wanted to. So they're going to have to slow it down and try and make it a, a, you know, a half court game. But, you know, this is the one team, you know, the Rockets are the one team you can't give three possessions in a row to. Well, the Warriors are the one team that you can't hope to control a tempo on.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, also, the difference between them and every other great offensive team in the NBA is the fact that they do it on the defensive end as well. I mean, you know, at one point tonight, there were 13 turnovers. They had 13 points off turnovers. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, like they're they're efficient when they when you turn the ball over against the Warriors, they make you pay for it. And, and so it's it's tricky, man. Like, I just don't see how anyone's going to beat them. I mean, and and to me, it's not boring because it's beautiful basketball. And I'll watch that. I'll watch beautiful basketball, even if it's a blowout.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but there's going to be a lot of people that say, oh, super teams are ruining the league.
1: Right. We're going to well, get that. You know we've had them for a long time, so it's not like this is new. But uh, you know the other thing the Jazz should be very concerned with is that the Warriors went seven for twenty nine for three, the twenty four percent, and they blew them out pretty much. So yeah. that's a really concerning thing because you're talking about on an, on an average day they're they're going to make at least four more of those, and that's that's a you know that that's you know the game's over, in the fourth quarter before the fourth quarter starts. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Quinn Snyder, you know, you'll have to do some of that coaching stuff uh, and figure out something. I I, I think that kind of feel like they might win one game in Utah. You know, maybe they that it. third game.
0: I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And, and this is not a knock on the Jazz. This is just how good the Warriors are, you know. I, I, I just – I really think that the Warriors are head and shoulders of, above the rest of the league. And until someone beats them, I refuse to, to believe that they will lose in the playoffs. Of course right. this team could be beaten right. um but i just think i think they're on the way to sweeping through the title
1: <laughs> well we haven't had that wait uh the let's see the, well the sixers didn't do it i feel like we've had one team do it or no uh that's a good question um the, the the lakers almost did it i think one of those years and they tri- the triple the uh the three-peat um with Shaq and kobe Right Didn't they have a, they had a kind of a, a, a kind of a crappy year didn't have a great record. Uh, no, the Lakers
0: or, in oh one,
1: yeah they went like fifteen and one or, or whatever. They,
0: they went sixteen and one. Sixteen
1: and one, sorry. Um, but uh, anyway, it's a good question for the trivia people out there. Um, so yeah, so I don't and I don't think so. You think it's a sweep? I think it's five games. Um, and so we're all kind of patiently waiting to see what's going to happen with the other bracket. Um, and, and, and yeah, it doesn't feel great. I, I think it's, it's the root of our issue with the Spurs right now—the rotations.
0: Uh, to me, it is. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I just can't—I can't understand what what Pop is doing. And, and I don't know. I, I don't want to be the guy who questions Pop, um, but somebody needs to. The the Deadman stuff is weird. Simmons barely being able to get off the bench is weird. Um, Kyle Anderson. Came off the bench and played not much, but uh, or at least when it mattered. But he looked good. I, I just can't get like, why are these guys not playing in favor of David Lee, who's starting, Paul yep. Gasol, and uh, you know, so much
1: Aldrich. I don't. I don't know. I just don't get it. I, can't I missed wrap my head something around. about Dedman had been starting, if I'm not mistaken. He was starting for a while, and then they moved Lee
0: into the starting spot. Next to Aldridge, and I don't know what's happening like this is the problem is that we're speculating about stuff on the court That could be an off-the-court issue that we don't know about right You know what I mean or it could just it could be a chemistry issue that we're not seeing and and this is the tough part Because we're not in practice and and all this stuff. So anything that we speculate We're we're literally just grasping at straws because pop doesn't say anything
1: right. Yeah, Yeah, He gives you nothing right by the way we caught him yelling at David Lee um, I tweeted it out and it, it went a little bit viral where he wrote, he said, sit your ass down and really angrily. And he started getting his face, uh, very on un, um, positive coaching alliance uh, method uh, in a way that uh, I was very surprised. Uh, usually you don't quite see him. I mean, I know he gets curmudgeoning. And he are we watching the same pop?
0: Are we watching the same pop? I mean, you've seen the, the Danny Green. What the F are you, what the F are you doing when Danny Green fouled? End of game situation.
1: When? What year was that? Recently? Oh, it's,
0: it's been a while. If just Google Pop Danny Green at some point, I'll you check know. it out. You know, yeah.
1: I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, it was. But something about it was weird. It was, you know, it was really angry. They were only down by nine at that point, and it just seems like it didn't help anything to do that there. And I don't even know if David Lee. I needed to go back and look at what he was really yelling about because whatever the play just happened wasn't the play he was yelling at. And um, you know, it was. I don't know. I I, I, th- I think that's also what you're sensing—the desperation at this point. And he understands that without you know this is for like this is going forward. It's not even just that game. He needs to be on point, really on point, every possession here. Without you can't really waste any out here. And um, and that's an interesting crack in the uh, in the armor here. If that's what's going to happen, because if he's already in the game one, not down nine, doing that, then um, yeah, it's a problem. It's a roster issue a little bit. But you're right, they have the, some players. At the very least, they got to try it. And now the worry is they're going to be down, whatever three to one. And oh then he's gonna start throwing out these guys and then they're gonna start playing okay, but it's been it's like where what were you waiting for?
0: Yeah, it's too late. I and mean, you know, this is not the first time that Pop has had weird lineups in the playoffs. I mean, we we've seen this before. Yeah. Um this is nothing new. I mean, with Tim like Tim Duncan being on the bench famously during when the you know, the, for the Ray Allen three. Um last year's playoffs i mean you know how how great would it have been to had have, have simmons on the court when they were playing okc like when you need an athlete out there and so that that kind of stuff i mean
1: no I one's infallible i know i mean listen and then right even the clippers series they ended up pulling that out in seven games but like the hack of deandre like ultimately was like backfiring on them and letting you know a, a very thin clippers team rest and they weren't getting easy buckets pushing the ball and all these different things so um yeah, I mean, listen, but but you know, then then there's the 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 uh, million other things that have done work so well for him, uh, but we'll see. You know, it's it's very weird to even you know looking in his direction, um, you know, at uh, what's going wrong. But we'll see. Maybe he'll look at it. Maybe he'll hear some some things and and figure it out and uh, and 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 get these guys in there. But you're right. There could be something up with with Deadman that we don't know about that he's not playing in. But he put him in. Maybe he's he hurt. Did, I don't know. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> um, hurt. So, yeah.
0: Watch him. Watch them come out and win by 30 tomorrow and then, you know, back to the drawing board. No, they probably won't.
1: Yeah. They look
0: slow and old.
1: uh, I think we covered a lot of things. We burned a lot of things down so
0: far we did this is a very, this might be the most negative podcast you and I have ever done
1: all right we need to get we need to go to like jamba juice get get some sugar or something i don't know and and uh and re- replenish our our psyches you're right something's weird it's I, when you watch that much basketball in that many days in a row it's like something is is it's like fight fight club yeah it
0: really to me you know the big thing is like the the positive let's let's end it on the positives okay, okay. The things that we we really enjoyed Isaiah. the last couple of days, Isaiah was amazing. Yeah. Um, the Rockets were incredible. I mean, yeah, that was that was just it was insane. Yeah,
1: uh, the Warriors had you know, some uh, amazing give and goes. It just were fun basketball plays.
0: Absolutely. I mean, Ian Clark is the ki- the new king of the blind pig.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. And then yeah, and then and, and David West as well. They were hooking up. Um, yeah. You know, and was frustrating, by the way, okay, I don't want to go negative Is well. The defense is giving it to them, too. They were extending themselves in, yeah. in a way that, like, they're just, you know what, maybe they they got to calm down, you know. All right,
0: now don't blame it on the defense. No, see, we, we're, we're going positive. Yes. Ian Clark right. was taking the, what the defense gave him. There's right. the positive spin yes, on it.
1: Absolutely. All, you know, catch and shoot. They weren't, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, and so there's LeBron. some good stuff there. And, and LeBron uh, is amazing. And by the way, and by the way, this Celtics Wizards series should be awesome. We should be getting great games every game they play, uh, yeah. however many they are. And so that's another thing to look forward to. So that's the, that's the that's one right. I'm gonna probably enjoy the most in this round. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Although I think that the Rockets and Spurs are gonna be another one that's enjoyable.
0: Let's hope. Let's hope. I'm hoping that they're all enjoyable. You know, right. I hope that they're not all blowouts. But I- I'm not. I don't know. I'm not I'm very optimistic about well,
1: it. Well, uh, yeah, I'm hoping they're all as enjoyable as this podcast was. So, Dave, <laughs> thanks for standing yes. up with me and uh, and recording it. And um, we'll have it bright and early for you guys on your morning commutes to wherever you might go to work. And uh, thanks for joining me, Dave, and everyone else. Thanks for joining me. And don't forget, sports fans, a b-ball breakdown. We're not a channel. We're a conversation. Are you in? Are you in, Dave? Yes, I am.